everyone, I'm Thea Sanders, CEO and founder of the Naya Beauty App. Welcome to Naya Unfiltered, where I bring topics for your consideration that are impactful, insightful, and informative. I hope that you find these episodes interesting or at least entertaining. Enjoy our show. Hi guys, welcome back. Today we are having a conversation with Michaela. Michaela Rogers is our Director of Operations. Um, you've probably seen her in many of our videos. She's aware of many hats. She's our PA, she does all of our social media, she does so much, but did you also know that she's an influencer? She's gonna tell us about her adventures of being an influencer and why she moved across the country just to join Naya. Okay, maybe not just to join Naya, but Naya was definitely in her destiny. So enjoy. Hi everyone. Thanks for joining me, Thea Sanders, CEO and founder of Naya Beauty App. Welcome to Naya Unfiltered. Today, we're going to introduce Michaela Rogers, our Director of Operations. This is just a short little intro. You guys have heard about her, probably seen her, you know, doing behind the scenes. And now it's spotlight on Michaela. Hi, Michaela. Hi. I'm... <laughs> actually really nervous because I normally am behind the scenes. So. Which is so weird because you are a YouTuber. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. But okay. With YouTube, I like literally talk to myself and then I edit and everything myself. So, you're, so, so no basically you're me. overly edited. Yeah. What well, you're saying. Well, yes. <laughs> true. It's very true. T. But no one really sees me in my element. So like when I vlog, I'm at home or I'm with Sean or yeah. with somebody else. So Sean, whenever, her boyfriend, by the way. My boyfriend, by the way. Yeah. Um, so no one ever really sees me do it. So that's why, like, ooh. Yeah, she's, she's um, we're having technical, technical difficulties. She's so excited she knocked over the microphone, but okay. <laughs> so. That's why when we filmed, yeah. like, here for our, like, commercial or whatever right. we're doing, I was like, everyone get out of the room. I can't do this. Yes, because yes, I'm like, yes. I don't, I'm not, But you like, know, here's attention. a little um, secret, not even a secret, but, you know, Aliza, Elisa, who was, you know, interning, and then she was, like, um, one of the managers here, and she had to leave. Um, she had to find her replacement. And, of course, you know, you were her number one pick, mm -hmm. right? But she said one of the main reasons why was because you're a YouTuber. Really? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so she watched my YouTube channel? <laughs> yes. She's like, oh, gosh, she has a YouTube channel. She's an influencer, so she's going to, like, totally know this. And so when we started filming... When you were so nervous, you're like, everybody leave the room. I'm so nervous. <laughs> it's so, it's really, it's hard when you have a script because I had like a script in mind. Yeah. And so to me, it was like, it was just really hard to do that versus like vlogging. I'm literally vlogging my daily life. And yeah. so it's like, and it's my channel. So it's like my personal brand. So I can really say whatever the hell I want to. Right. And I'm not like representing a brand like Naya. Yeah. So for that, I'm like, oh god like i don't know what to say like you know it's completely different from like actually vlogging which is why i was nervous but okay so like, gone over so it a little you, bit you um are originally from atlanta mm -hmm. and then you moved um to san diego which was yeah. like serendipitous because i know you were like when you were interviewing you're like oh are you in california like we're in california i was like in san diego you're like oh my god that's where i'm moving to yeah i want to move to san diego yeah well actually that the funny thing is um I was looking at LA and I couldn't find a job. This is like in the middle of the pandemic. Like mm -hmm. this is probably still quarantine, I think. Okay. Um, so I found you on LinkedIn and I actually applied thinking it was a full-time job. <laughs> and, so, and so in the interview, you're like, um, so you do know, I just want to make sure you know this is part-time. And I was like, 
Mm-hmm. 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 Fake it till you make it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I knew it was part time the whole time. I'm like thinking <laughs> in my head, well, shit. Um, but I was like, already had my eye on San Diego because I was like, okay, it's a little bit cheaper at the time. Yeah. It was right. a little bit cheaper. And had you ever was, come out here before? No, I've never been to California. Just before. postcards and like, yeah, movies and film, like Instagram. I saw yeah. it and I was like, <laughs> I want to move there. And I felt drawn to LA because of the industry for like influencing and content mm-hmm. creation. And, but it was also in the middle of the pandemic. Right. No one was hiring. Yeah. And. Just me, the fool, right? Well, <laughs> well, I was a server too yeah. at Cheesecake Factory. And I can say that because mm-hmm. I don't, I no longer work there. Um, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a server. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to transfer. Yeah. Um, I wasn't working at the time because, you know, obviously quarantine, right. but they were accepting servers and transfers to come over because they needed help. Everything was about to open back up. So it was like, I'm already, I'm going to move. I just yeah. knew that I needed to move. And then, so when we had the interview, I remember saying to you, well, I'm going to move anyways, if you give me the job or not. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so crazy because it's like, it's literally uprooting your life. Like, you know, mm-hmm. your boyfriend is still, well, now he's here, but he's he here was now. in, he was in Atlanta. You had yeah. a job, you know, well, you were transferring over and you were moving to a city where you literally knew no one, mm-hmm. um, had never been there before. Nope. Right. And you're like, well, I'm looking for an apartment, like roommates. And I think you found them on Facebook. Yeah. I found them on Facebook. <laughs> they were randos. You know, you're just like, what would did your family say? Like, you're, what are you doing? My mom was like, go for it. My dad I mean, I think they're both like, just go for it. They are from Michigan. So they actually moved to Georgia. So they've Mm -hmm. been like moved interstate or cross states. Mm -hmm. So they know that it's like a big jump, but they, my parents love California and they were like, we're going to come visit you. Right. And they obviously like wanted me to, you know, pursue my dreams. Okay. So when you tell me about the first time you landed and you walked out of the um, airport. Um, oh, I didn't walk out of the airport. I drove. Oh, you drove. <laughs> okay, okay. So how yeah, about when you so, crossed state so lines? So I drove with my dad. I documented the whole thing. We vlogged the whole time. It was really cute. My dad was on, like, on the vlog and talking on the vlog. It was cute. Really cute. So if you want to go look at my YouTube channel, you can see those vlogs. Um, it's like three parts. But I documented the whole thing. And um, when we got – I made, okay, so I was taking videos of the state signs mm-hmm. and like documenting that. And we totally missed the California. You one. missed California. Yeah, we drove out of Vegas, and we were like an hour, I think, out of Vegas, and we hit the um, the state sign. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't see it. And then I saw the welcome to, or no, I saw something else, and I was like, Oh my god, I'm we're in California. I'm like looking at the map, like, what? Where's the <laughs> what, sign? What happened? Was it and at so night? Back, no, no, it was in the middle During of the, the day, day. So I made him turn around and no! drive like 30 minutes back. Obviously, this is before gas prices <laughs> yeah. are 6 or $7. Oh, yeah. It was like three, three something. But we, I made him turn around and we drove back up the road. And then we turned around and I got the last sign. Because well, that's pretty down. nice that like your dad like drove with you. Yeah. How long did he stay like with you? Uh, I think just a couple of days and he flew back. Yeah, so yeah. when you were here, like, when you first got here, like, were you like, I'm home? This is yeah, me? Yeah, I was like, well, when I first got here, I kept saying, like, I literally kept saying this out loud. I'm sure, like, my roommates were sick of me. But I was like, I can't believe I live here. I can't believe I live here. Like, this is so crazy. Like, it's totally different because, like, the landscape is different. Like, it's, like, a lot of cliffs. Like, mm-hmm. the sunsets here 
you'll never get a better sunset. Oh, yeah. I remember when you first moved here, and I was like, you know, on your Instagram, there was always, like, sunset and beaches. Always sunset. sunset. Yes. The fact that I live, like, literally 15 minutes from a beach at all times is key. Like, I don't think I could ever move away yeah. from the beach or from the coast so you have a boyfriend sean who i love and he would fly out because of the pandemic he was able to work remotely right so he would come you know back and forth and i remember um you know because you started working when you were in atlanta and we would just do remote work yeah. you know over zoom as everyone was and he would pop in and i'm like so are you gonna move you know to san diego are you gonna drive no no, no, but look at him now. Well, it took some convincing. I kind of, like, I didn't give him an ultimatum necessarily. Per se, right? I, I didn't say those words, but I was like, I'm not leaving. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not coming back to Atlanta, like, ever. So. But he loves it, right? Or does he like it? Here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. He loves the weather. Yeah. It was like, I mean, Georgia weather is, like, pretty bipolar. And here it's not. It's just, like, 70, pretty much. Well, okay, so... You say that regardless of whether or not I was going to hire you, you were going to move to San Diego or you were going to come to California, but mainly for your business because you're influencing. But there's a lot of influencers in Atlanta, right? Yes and no. Like, I would say not as many as you think there are, Um, but it's really hard to grow out there because, like, the reason I would move to California and I wanted to move in the first place was because of networking. Obviously, it was the middle of the pandemic when Mm -hmm. I really started taking it seriously. But there's events that go on out here. There's brand HQs that happen out that are out here. There's Mm -hmm. like brand reps, all that stuff, and other influencers. A ton, like a lot more influencers out here because the opportunity is out here. And I think. But then, does that make it the competition stiffer to get brand deals if you're in like a sea of people rather than like a small pool? It's funny you say that. I don't really view them as competition. Really. Okay. Snap, I, snap. I feel like yes, I can compare myself to people and like their growth and their success and like them getting the brand deals. But there's always brand deals to be had. Like it's not like competitive in as to where you're like fighting over a brand deal mm-hmm. because if. The brand has the budget, they'll make room for you. And if it's not, then it wasn't aligned with you. And then you can always, there's always next month. There's a budget every single month for these brands. So if you didn't work with them in March, you can work with them in April. It's like that kind of thing. So you're not, I wouldn't say, I would, should, how would I say this? I wouldn't, and this is my advice, mm-hmm. I would not look at these other creators as competition. Okay. But as inspiration. Okay. So. Okay. So. So if you start, when did you start your influencing career? I technically started seriously during the pandemic when I got laid off or I didn't get laid off necessarily. We just Mm -hmm. all couldn't come into work. I was serving. Um, But before that, I was doing YouTube strictly. Like I was maybe doing Instagram a little bit, but it was more so I wanted to be a YouTuber first. Is there a difference between YouTuber and influencing? I, no, there's not. I guess um, I wasn't. I wouldn't even consider myself, everyone says this, I wouldn't consider myself an influencer, although like I am, Mm -hmm. but I'm more so a content creator. So I do create content for brands as well, even off of socials. Um, But I would consider myself a YouTuber first. YouTube is a whole different beast. It's it's the amount of time and effort that goes into YouTube. It's just because it's longer form videos. So you're sitting, not only are you recording yourself doing stuff, you have to like, sit down first and you got to be like, okay, well, what am I going to film? What's the concept? Okay. What is the background going to be like? What's the Mm. lighting? 
what's you know what There's am i going to no be talking about assistant right what, yeah what am i going to be talking about how am i going to set up the camera how am i going to you know the whole nine yards and then it's like a mini film yeah it is and it's like a movie and then yeah. you have to set up the camera or you have to vlog or whatever and then you have to go back through the footage which is the worst part for me i always procrastinated that and i still do to this day um but going back through hours of footage and, that's and getting how you it down editing? to like 30 minutes yeah that's how i did editing i like learned it myself okay i bought i bought my macbook pro i got my first credit card look at you <laughs> and i put it on that credit card and i was like this is an investment and okay. i got a deal i don't know apple had a deal at that point final cut pro was like 200 bucks and i was like i'm gonna get the best editing software because it's an investment mm -hmm. and then i downloaded it and i started using that and i learned final cut pro off of youtube and google okay and then i started editing my youtube videos so then everyone talks about an influencer having a niche okay right <laughs> What is your niche okay. and how did you figure it out? This is really funny because I have posted a couple of videos on TikTok about this and they've gotten some views and I, so I've no other people feel the same as me um, that where I've said I refuse to niche down. Okay. And this is a really controversial topic. It I feel is like, because, because you, you know have to actually niche down. Two, there's two school of thoughts like like niche, niche, niche. Yeah. Right? And then there are others that are like don't niche down because then you're stuck. Yes, I feel like I would stick myself into a box. And I feel like the way that I've kind of like steered around this is by having different content on different platforms. So like, whereas YouTube, okay. it's vlogs. I vlog my everyday life. Mm -hmm. I, I do other videos. Like I used to do makeup videos and I still do sometimes, but that's not really what I like to do. Mm -hmm. I like to do daily vlogs and like let people into my life. It's a little bit more personal. I've cried on camera. Wow. Yeah, it's a little crazy. Um, but I like that part of my life. It's to almost be in like longer therapy. Form. Is it like yes, therapy it for you? Is. It literally is. Because it's funny because I'm like literally talking to myself. Uh -huh. I mean, I'm talking to the camera. I'm talking right. to the audience. But, but at the know, end of the day, like, I'm talking to myself. Did you think when you started like, hey, is anyone even going to be interested in me in my life? Oh, absolutely. Especially because when you think you're going <laughs> to... When you think when you like first upload your first YouTube video, you're like, everyone's going to love this. And then you get like two views and you're like, damn, <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> Um, so you kind of have to get over that hump. Like, and I, I think at the end of the day, I just post to post and post because yeah. I love the content. And mm -hmm. because for me, especially with vlogging, it's literally like recording my life and recording yeah. my memories. So I can go back and look at these older videos and be like, oh my God, I forgot that happened. That was mm -hmm. so funny. Or that was, you know, such a fun time, such a good memory. And so, so then, okay. So you, you've recorded yourself. Let's just stick with YouTube and okay. vlogging. You've recorded yourself like in traumatic, you know, like dramatic experiences, like if you're crying and then like an ordinary like day in the life of what yeah. resonates most with your audience? Honestly, this is so funny. Um, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally when I vlog with Sean, everybody loves it. So like I, I only have like a thousand ish subscribers right mm -hmm. now. But it took me years, like three years of consistent posting to gain that. So I don't think people realize how lucky first of all they have to be to like gain a ton of subscribers at once they have to have like a few viral videos um but for the most part it's you're starting out small and you're going to stay small because mm -hmm. of the algorithm um so you're like really focusing on building your community with those that small community and <laughs> from what i've noticed is sean in my vlogs is like what they look forward to i think not just because people are nosy right but also because it's like funny and i feel like i am like 
my real self with yeah. him too. Okay. So you can kind of like, see, plus you kind of like see us bouncing yeah, off each other. Plus it's like a different point of view. They yeah. get to see you in a different lens. You know, there's like this, um, this American woman in, um, France and she's married to, I think he's, um, a black man, but he's a black Frenchman. And they, Frenchman. she, um, I think the first season of Emily in Paris she did by herself, she was like, oh, like what's real and what's not about an American living in Paris. Yeah. But it really started to take off when she added her husband. Right. You know, it was like, he can't, and he's like, I don't watch Emily in Paris. Like I'm not a blogger. I am not, you know, an influencer or TikToker, but it was a different perspective. And then also they were able to kind of like bounce off of each other. Right. But that's when she really took off. Yeah. It it was way more interesting. Keeps it right? interesting. Yeah, I definitely think that having Sean in the blogs, although he, like, sometimes will take out my camera, he's like, I'm not blogging. And I'm like, fine, I'll just blog myself and you'll be in the background. And then he ends up talking to the camera, and it's, like, the most hilarious thing. It's, it's, like, always, it's always kind of cool to see, like, you know, um, content creators with their partners, you know, because <laughs> yeah. they get to see, like, you know, sometimes the content creators, are, like, take themselves, like, super serious. Like, oh, and then it's like, you know, you'll see their partner, like, dude, really, did you say that? Yeah. Like, that <laughs> sounded kind of dumb. Yeah. But then you transfer over where you um you incorporated instagram mm-hmm. right yeah so i think i really started taking instagram seriously during quarantine um i didn't i was laid off for like less hours mm-hmm. so i had nothing to do okay and i was like sitting around i was living at my parents house at the time and i was sitting around all day doing nothing feeling like super depressed and i was like you know what I'm not only going to take YouTube like super seriously and like upload once a week. I was also going to start taking Instagram seriously. Now this is, I want to ask you a question Mm -hmm. to put a pin in that. You decided during the pandemic to start taking Instagram seriously. My question to you is why wouldn't you have gone to TikTok, a shorter version, a snippet of YouTube, it's vlogging, it's video and TikTok exploded during the pandemic. Why did you decide Instagram rather than TikTok? Because, okay, there's a few reasons why. I honestly, I refused to post on TikTok for the longest time. I think that was a big mistake of mine. It's because I thought it was so cringe and I Mm. was really terrified. And I still kind of am terrified of TikTok, (laughs) of the commenters on TikTok. I have never seen a more savage audience. Oh, trolls. Literally trolls. Like, not that they, they scare me, like, to an extent. I think I'm just like, you know. But that comes with the territory, right? As with being an yeah, influencer. Yeah, I got like hate comments the other day and it didn't even on like one of my reels. It did not even bother me. I was just like, okay. Because right <laughs> when they on. say like any kinda like when they say like any press is good press, yeah. it's like any comment is engagement. Yes, exactly. And I like I, I feel like for some reason TikTok I just had me feeling like super cringe, like almost like it was too young for me. Was it beneath you? No, oh, were you too bougie? Not beneath me, but I just felt like I, like, making TikToks, like, doing, like, it was, like, kind of, like, musically at that point. Okay, so, right, okay. It was, like, like dancing and voiceover. Mm-hmm. Like, back then, it like, 20, I think it was, like, beginning of 2020, it mm-hmm. was just starting to be what it is now, which right. is completely different now. And okay. And I think I didn't know myself enough to where I was, I wasn't confident enough in myself mm-hmm. to be able to, like, do voiceovers and do funny trends. And but now like you're on TikTok. Yeah. Now let's talk about influencing. Okay. Because influencing, you can make money. Right. Oh, yeah. So you can get through influencing. Um, there's like a, a huge growth of that market mm-hmm. of influencing as a profession. Yeah. Right. So it's not it's no longer just a side hustle because before it was a side hustle. But now it's, it's turned into people's like main income. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's not just um, receiving PR 
goods like try this and review it and you get these products for free but you actually get cold hard cash oh yeah you get money right so they get money so <laughs> for these like little budding influencers mm-hmm. right um what type of deals do you think that they can get and does it and then they're saying that you don't have to be like a million followers you anymore. do not i literally have 2500 followers as of today well mm-hmm. i did start it over on a new account and I, we could get to that if you yeah. want to talk about that but I only have 2,500 followers on Instagram and I literally am making money. Like I'm making good money. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to say I'm But do you but approach like, brands or do they approach you? Um, both. I I would say that you need to do both. You need If you want to work with a specific brand, for example, you need to pitch to them. You need to find either their contact information mm-hmm. on their website, their press email, or even go as far as to go to LinkedIn and find the, the actual contact yeah the person um don't wait for them to contact yeah, don't you wait you them gotta to contact, contact yeah, them you have to pitch yourself and you have to say like hey for example i'm michaela i'm a lifestyle you have a press fashion. kit or like a media oh kit? yeah i have a media kit okay hey i'm michaela i'm a lifestyle and fashion content creator from san diego california mm-hmm. um here's a little bit about me i love your brand i actually and this is maybe for a brand that you use mm-hmm. every day i Love your brand. I use it every single day. These are the products that I love. I would love to create some content for you. Mm-hmm. Um, here are my insights. Here's my media kit. Look forward to hearing from you. Mm-hmm. And then you link in the email all of your accounts and then send it off. Okay. And then follow up <laughs> if they don't reply. Like they have like influencer agencies. Yeah. There's now, people with managers. So have have you thought about joining something like that or do you have, have a minimum of haven't been asked but i do you have to be asked i don't know actually i don't know if you like contact them and ask them but the thing is about that i feel like i'm a little bit too small excuse me i, I think i'm not that i'm too small i just don't have as much work coming in where i need them to like cover that for me and then you have to think like they take out a percentage like True. 15 to 20 percent probably True. so you got to think like that's coming out of that money. Like, um, I think it's, it is a good investment if you're having a lot, if you need someone to like manage that stuff, mm-hmm. cause they can also get you brand deals. They're also going to be doing your outreach for you and like have contacts in the industry. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't know. I don't think it's necessary cause I've known people who haven't had them and they have like 200, 300 K on Instagram. But mm-hmm. I also have heard that like once you get to that level and you're doing this full time, it's probably a good investment. So I don't know. Yeah. It's like I haven't gotten to that part yet. So I don't really have the expertise on that, but I have heard, you know, right. that people have it. But it seems as though like if people treat influencing as a side hustle, they're going to make side hustle money. But if they treat it like a job, like having a media kit, you know, and taking yeah. seriously and reaching out yeah. and not just like waiting for someone to, yeah. oh, you know, well, contact I, them. I will say that you will work for free. I mean, you don't have to, you Mm -hmm. definitely don't have to, but if you, there are some brands out there who are known to not pay smaller creators. So, um, but if you really want to work with them and have that under your belt, it's Mm -hmm. kind of like building your resume and your portfolio for other brands to see you should definitely, you know, work for I free saw a little that bit. There was like a tip that they were like, well, you know, a lot of brands like UGC use user generated content. Oh, definitely. So, if you wanted to know, I don't know if this is true, but this is what I saw. Like some of the bigger influencers are saying that, hey, you can create this content yep. and give it to them and kind of like they can kind of see, mm-hmm. you know, how you are. And then maybe you could establish a relationship. Yes. But at the same time, you are doing that for free. Well, 
No, you can get paid for UGC. Yeah. Uh, you can offer it, and then you can, like, kind of negotiate it. Okay. Um, and then you also would negotiate your usage, right? So you don't have to do it for free. But if you wanted to, and, like, it's just to establish the relationship, and because you know they don't have a budget, then that's something completely different. I think it depends on each brand mm-hmm. for sure. But there are also – you don't have to pitch necessarily for that. You can also um, get on a platform, like the platform that I use for UGC um, – that would be Coley. It's um, C-O-H-L-E-Y. Can't okay. Um, I just got on there like a month ago and I literally have gotten like maybe like five brand deals on it. And oh. it's not just posting. It's like UGC. And does someone, do, do they um, like take a percentage out or? No, no. They have different briefs and you fill out the brief and you like kind of short pitch, elevator pitch to okay. the brand. And then they'll come back to you and be like, oh yeah, we want to work with you. And they'll either ask for UGC or they'll ask for you to post or both. And then they'll offer like a certain amount for the number of followers you have or just a number overall. It's pretty cool. Well, let's talk about something controversial. Okay. Is Instagram dead? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you had asked me why I chose Instagram over TikTok. Yeah. I like the aesthetic of it. I love like creating, like I love being creative and Yes and no. Okay. I think, I mean, shoot, I don't work for Instagram. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but they really want to be TikTok so bad. Mm -hmm. So bad. And so reels are, those are king right now. Those are like what you need to be posting. And I actually have saw, saw, seen (laughs) a lot of growth from double posting. Really? So, yeah, I've been posting on my feed, posting reels on my feed and posting reels off of my feed, the same one, maybe at one at nine, one at noon. And they've been reaching different people. So the ones I post on my feed have been reaching my audience directly and like the ones that follow me. And then I've been hitting the Explorer reels page. So are you getting new followers? Too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I totally like gained like 500 in the past week just from reels. This is just reels. Same with mm. our Naya account. Okay. We've, I've been posting reels every single day not actual posts because i feel like the actual posts are dead one of the things about instagram is that they want to keep you on the app as long as possible so a single post is not going to do as well but they're really wanting reels right now and i think that's well i saw this one girl on tiktok and she's like hey aesthetics are so dead that if you if i see your feed and it has like you know an aesthetic i am going to unfollow you like there's like there's like a backlash on like the aesthetic i hate that she sounds like a hater because there are people like me. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people like me. I mean, I think I it takes a lot of work, it right? Takes so much work and so much planning to plan the feed. And honestly, I think that that's BS. But I think like a feed has to be cohesive. It has to be cohesive. It has to look good because that's other people's first impression of you. True. Are you, how are you going to gain followers if your feed looks like a mess? So um, I want to hear like... You know, we've heard like the good, bad, and the ugly. I want to yeah. hear about the bad and the ugly side of influencing. Okay. I don't know. Well, here's a secret. I did not know. I mean, but it totally makes sense when you told me. It looks like, yeah. whoa, whoa, of course you would do that when you're talking about clothes. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm about to literally like blow your mind. Okay. Um, when you first start influencing, buy your clothes and return them. This is so unethical. It's so bad. But I'm just like, but you're not the only one. No, you got to do what you got to do. Because it's the same thing as going into H&M, buying something 
and then being like, right, this doesn't fit. Let me return it. But it makes sense because if you think about it, right, these influencers, how are they affording all these clothes? Well, not to mention that they're also getting gifted stuff. True. A lot of the influencers, like bigger influencers, even like over 10K, they're getting gifted like 70% of their clothes. So they, because the brands want them to post those clothes, right. they will if they're getting free clothes. So a lot of people don't even, I've heard of a lot of people not even spending money on clothes anymore because they get wow. gifted so much. Um, I That's not the case with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're like, I don't have that luxury. I have been making a conscious effort this year to not do that anymore just because I think it is a bit unethical, but not only that, it's just because it's a, a huge hassle and it's something right. you have to keep track of. And then you have to spend money on shipping and then you have to like, yeah. you know, it's just like, a, it's you end up spending a lot of money anyways. Right. Um, but it is really good if you want to do like, if you want to feature a certain brand, you love a certain brand and you want to do a haul. Yeah. Um, those are a good ideas to do. And then you can send that to do it, post it, send it to the brand and be like, I love your brand. I just did a haul. This is an example of my work. You know, it kind of helps build your portfolio. Um, so do I recommend doing that? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I don't that makes that. sense. I mean, so what do you do on those days that you don't feel inspired to create content? You know, like, uh, I'm stuck. You have, like, a creative block. Have you ever had that? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, I know people are like, get on Pinterest. Go, you know, like, look for inspo. I, like, don't. I can't do that. Like, I, I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. I'm an introverted extrovert no extroverted introvert something like that okay you're just a mix of both it's a mix of both i need to recharge i like being social but i need to go home and recharge and so that's and i get really overwhelmed really easily um because and i get anxiety and so i've always struggled with that and so literally i just shut down and i can't do anything Mm. so if you see me off of my socials it's probably because i'm like burnt out creatively and like do you take regular breaks from social media honestly i'm always on it's really bad. yeah all and you can ask any influencer they're always on it's i mean like, so because you have to engage with your audience right like if they comment then you've got to comment back and i guess there's like a period of time where you know if you comment back it's almost like instagram rewards you right oh, yeah so you have to have you can't just like oh have that comment sitting there for 48 hours or yeah, whatever right comment because the algorithm picks up they're like oh she's not engaging then we're not going to show her to people mm. it's like it's really messed up it's and you know that's also there's been studies done with like the mental health of people in the social media realm i mean that i've heard of i don't Mm-hmm. But, you know, that where, like, and wasn't even Facebook and Instagram getting attacked about, yeah. like, wasn't there that person who, um, who was talking about, like, the mental health of, aspect. Of girls, especially girls. Of girls, yes. of women, and mm-hmm. also um, how, how unethical yeah. they were building these apps because they are, you know, creating addictions. Like, people. And, it, and it's like, it's, 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 it's like a, a self-perpetuating deprecation in the sense you want to grow yes and then like i need a break and yes but you can't be a break you can't have a break and then if you do take a break (laughs) if you take a break it's almost like you're punished for taking a break right not only from the algorithm but from your audience Mm -hmm. like where have you been what you know what have you been doing because they get addicted to watching you and your life exactly right and they're it's somewhat intrusive right but it's at arm's length yeah but it is kind of intrusive because they have this expectation yeah Yeah. right so have you ever like 
you know, maybe with your family when they're like, please don't film. Don't film me. Um, or they're like, okay with you. Because you're like, well, this is my life and I have to film some of it. Um, so I think there's really, it's really like finding a balance. And I think um, any of the pressure that I put on myself to be on is my own. Like, honestly, at the end of the day, people do not give a shit. Really? <laughs> people don't care about you. People do not care. <laughs> like, seriously, like, that is something I learned, like, so hard in the past, like, few years is that no one actually cares about anyone but themselves and that's true they're everyone's in their own little bubble of course that's like you know you're the main character of your life because you literally are that's all you know so at the end of the day if i don't get on and i get on stories and i'm like oh i was mia today no one cares like they're like you were gone you're gone i didn't know it i have to go to work i have to live my life like you know like i don't like care about that some people do but you know at the end of the day people don't give shit yeah people Um, don't give shit you know, I saw this one um, couple, speaking of taking mm-hmm. um, a break, I guess, you know, this one couple, the girl was an influencer and she was making like really good money, yeah. but it was also supplemented by her husband's income. Oh, okay. 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 And so they thought like, hey, you know what? And she had a job. Mm-hmm. So she had a job. She was influencing and her husband had a job and she was like, okay, I think I'm going to take my influencing, you know, a hundred percent of my time. So I'm quitting my job. Mm -hmm. And she was just dedicating her time to growing her following and it was going really good. But then her husband lost his job. So then it was a hundred percent influencing, right? Which wasn't at the point where it could support both of them. And so then they lost their home. (gasps) Oh no. And so she was like, Hey, I had to take a break. And she, you know, she didn't explain why she took a break, but I saw it and it was like, oh, well, first of all, I don't know who this girl is, but yeah. she was like, and now I'm back. I'm trying to reintroduce myself. And and I guess she was off of it for like four months, basically trying to piece her life together. Yeah. You know, so it is kind of uncertain. Yeah. Right. It is. I, I think people think that like influencers are just getting money like left yeah. and right, which some are. Don't get me wrong. Some are. Some are getting huge brand deals and some are getting like money from brand deals before that they've done. Um, But I I would say that it's really, it's a lucrative business, but it is really cutthroat because you never know when your next paycheck is coming in, Mm. which is why I haven't quit Naya yet. (laughs) Just kidding. kidding. Um, But, but yeah, you never know when your next paycheck is coming in. So like you could be making like, thousands of dollars or something on one month but then zero dollars the next because no one has the budget for you mm-hmm. or you don't align with any brands or there's just no brand deals to be had there's a lot of off seasons so like right after christmas no one is has the budget in january and february really um because you know christmas just passed they spent all their money on their budget on you know people for yeah. christmas and like selling the holidays right so those are like pretty low months for creators. Um, but yeah, I think like people just assume it's like a steady income and it's really not, it's really like up in the air all the time. I'm surprised that it happened though, that she like, they like lost their home and everything. That's horrible. <laughs> well, I think that, you know, it just, it, things just started like, you know, I think it probably happened. I don't think it happened like four months ago, but then she was trying to keep it together and she was kind of trying to keep the facade because yeah. it was like, you know, she wanted to get these brand deals. Yeah. And then after a while, it was just starting to fall apart. And so she had to take a break and take a step back. Yeah. And she was trying to like, okay, a lot has changed, you know, but taking four months 
it doesn't sound like a long time. Oh my gosh, that was a long time. But I've in the world of social media, it's a long it's time. It's a very long time. Like, even if we were to take a break as Naya, like, and come back, it's totally, we would come back to a whole new world in the social media right. realm. Like, it changed Because like so you quickly. said, it started with dancing. A bunch of dancing, right? Oh, yeah. You know? It's like two years ago. It yeah, dancing. it's like, it's a bunch of dancing, and so I don't really see a it lot of dancing. It was dancing, and then, like, weird people. Yeah. Like doing weird things and that's why I was like what is this and I was so funny but it was right like, I like it was like a year into TikTok being starting to get popular that I was like okay I guess I'll get on TikTok I guess yeah and then it was like another <laughs> year and a half after that until I started actually posting like, right legit posting and like learning the app because I didn't even know how to post a video at that point I was just like whatever like this yeah is we had like study app. right like, we had I'm, to like, study it all about Instagram now it's all about TikTok yeah. So, so you got to tell our um, listeners and our followers your handle for okay. your Instagram and your TikTok. Yeah. And also your YouTube so they can go and follow okay, you. Okay. Yeah. So my Instagram is at Michaela J. Rogers. That's M-I-K-A-Y-L-A. Um, my TikTok is the same. And then my YouTube is Michaela Jade, but you can find it at youtube.com slash Jade M-I-K-J-A-D-E. Um, and then I also am on Pinterest. Look, guess. Yeah. Pinterest is where it's at, by the way. Like, you don't have to have a crazy amount of followers there to get the views. And um, it's really good for, like, inspo if you're really into, like, that artistic side of things, which mm-hmm. I really am. Um, it's it's definitely, like, how Tumblr used to be. I don't know if you ever had a Tumblr. I did not. <laughs> but this is... Okay, <laughs> but Pinterest is where it's used. Pinterest, yeah. I hope... Listen, I hope you have success in your Thank influencer. You. Um career but not too much success because then you would leave and I don't want that to happen but I I love watching your videos oh and, thanks and you know and it's kind of calming and like your editing skills are like on point so I love thanks. watching them so. yeah I could definitely talk about this for days like right I could totally do a whole another episode of people like sent in questions yeah and me to ask anything or answer anything because I could talk yeah I could talk and talk this is, I'm really passionate about it, it yeah I can tell yeah well, thanks for coming on today. I hope you guys me. enjoyed um, getting to know Michaela. If you have any questions, please drop us a line. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. And remember to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Naya Beauty App. Bye.